What modifications, upgrades, and refurbishments are owners and operators making to their business aircraft? From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan, brought to you by Varion, formerly ATP. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for the very latest business aviation news and information. Among the ways our industry has evolved and grown in the aftermath of the pandemic has been in the demand for aircraft upgrades and refurbishment. But what are customers looking for most often, and what should they know before planning to have that work performed? We have a panel of experts today to answer those questions, beginning with Adam Beach, Paint and Interiors Sales Representative for Duncan Aviation in Provo, Utah. Some of the most common upgrades that we see coming through would definitely be paint refurbishment and full interior refurbishment. And that could be anything from a soft good package all the way up to a complete interior with cabinetry and heavy modification on the interior. So COVID did really uh, change a lot of things for us. And we saw a lot of airplanes being kind of bought and sold in the market out there. And so what, what we were finding is a lot of airplanes coming to us with new owners attached to them and they just wanted to really personalize the experience personalize the inside of the airplane from connectivity to cabin entertainment experience to the exterior paint colors so we really see everything that comes through avionics is another big part of it i typically mostly speak to paint and interior every day that's kind of the the customers that i dealt with we see a lot of uh, connectivity options as new products come onto the market and uh, people want to be able to use their phones and tablets and things like that just like they would in their home also with me today is ron jennings senior vice president of business development for cnl aviation group in bangor maine and ron i understand your company has identified a specific niche in the aircraft refurbishment market tell us about it one of the things that we do that is fairly new in the past several years that has become extremely popular is people taking old regional jets uh, that hired and taking them and turning them into a semi-VIP configuration where we remove pretty much the full interior, including all the seats, the uh, baggage bins, and we install new VIP seats that are, are larger, uh, look more like a first-class seat, and provide more space as far as pitch between seats. And these are tip shuttle services or for, you know, flying sports teams and those kinds of things. As far as the corporate aircraft, you know, a lot of new interiors. Uh, a lot of people have, have been a first-time entry into the corporate aircraft world due to COVID. And uh, usually when there's that typically drives people wanting to do paint interior to make the aircraft look like their own. My third guest is Stefan Buschla, Director of Maintenance for Jet Aviation in Switzerland. Stefan, are the trends that Ron and Adam mentioned also what you're seeing across Europe? It really depends. We have clients that own aircraft, want to refresh the cabin. We have others that purchase secondhand aircrafts before they then start using it. They'd like to change the interior to their own uh, taste. So that's a very common thing. Then we have aircraft that get older and have obsolete technologies where they will need to upgrade the systems to, to keep uh, flying the aircraft in, in good conditions. So there's a variety of, of reasons why people come to us. Does the level of refurbishment or the type of equipment customers select depend on the size of the aircraft? There's a clear link between size and value of the aircraft and the willingness to invest in a refurbishment. 
So we do cater for, for Boeings and Airbus, BBJs, ACJs from 747 down to the 737s or the, the A319s. And those clients that operate those type of aircraft, they are more willing to spend when it comes to upgrading. And they usually also operate the aircraft for longer. On the business jet side, so the Gulf Streams, the Dassault Falcons, Bombardiers and so on. It really depends. Uh, they spend less, but when they spend, usually then they go for full refurbishment. Ron, is that your experience as well? What I typically noticed is it's not so much the size of the airplane, but how they're using the airplane. In other words, is it on a 135 certificate? Is it you know being used for a company? Is it a personal use aircraft? I think typically how extensive they want to get with the refurbishment. I would definitely agree with Ron. I think... The first question that we always want to answer is, how do you intend to use the airplane? What's the mission? How long are your flights? You know, these typical questions. And that kind of helps us guide our customers down this path of consider these options. Because sometimes people just don't know all the right questions to ask. So it's our pleasure to help them along the way. And as far as the different levels of modification, certainly a global size aircraft, you know, a Gulfstream, uh, Bombardier Global Express, Falcon 7Xs, planes like that, they're definitely being utilized in a different way than, let's say, like a Pilatus PC-12, for example. And so you're going to see some different levels of modification. And typically, somebody's going to take much longer flights on those airplanes, intercontinental flights. They want to be able to equip the cabin for like a restful sleep throughout the night where, you know, your PC-12s and maybe like your lighter jets, your CJs, things like that. They're being utilized for about, you know, a one to three hour flight at the most. And so um, I would say that the options that everybody wants these days, connectivity, they want to be able to use their phones, their iPads, their laptops, just as they would in their own home and uh, to stay connected to the outside world. But then if you have, you know, your larger aircraft that you're going to be taking longer flights on, obviously you're going to be equipping that airplane differently than, than some of the smaller ones. We'll have more in just a moment following this word from our sponsor. Take your aviation operations to new heights. Introducing Varion, formerly known as ATP, your ultimate partner in achieving maximum aircraft uptime. At Varion, we understand the challenges faced by everyone in aviation. Our industry-leading technology solutions revolutionize aircraft management, so there's no more waiting, no more wondering, and no more wasted effort. Get real-time visibility of your maintenance, inventory, operations, and regulatory data right at your fingertips with an easy-to-use system, backed by a team of experts with deep aviation knowledge offering 24-7, 365 support. After 50 years in the business, we have built a growing reputation for getting our customers more aircraft uptime. That's why thousands of aircraft operators worldwide have already discovered the power of Varion. Say goodbye to downtime and hello to increased efficiency and profitability. Visit Varion.com to learn more. Varion, let's get you more uptime. We're back now with Adam Beach, Stefan Bushla, and Ron Jennings, and our conversation about the current state of the aircraft refurbishment market. Let's focus on interiors for a moment. Adam, do your customers usually seek out full cabin refurbishments, or do they select specific upgrades at a time? We get both requests pretty frequently. And, you know, a lot of the times the larger interior events are going to be 
kind of paired up with your larger maintenance events. Let's say if, it, if it's a large inspection where all of the interior is coming out, in that customer's mind, he typically is going to have this understanding that, you know, while it's all out, maybe we need to be thinking about refreshing everything. You know, also for the downtime of the event, you know, if they're going to have a longer downtime, we can knock out more interior refurbishment uh, at that time. Same thing with paint, right? If there's a large inspection that we're doing and a lot of the exterior of the aircraft is going to be coming apart, it's a perfect time to have a paint conversation. So you have that nice clean paint job on the back end instead of a lot of panels that have been touched up. But we still get a customer too that will come in and he'll uh, say, you know, we just want to freshen up the seats, maybe do like a, a clean and a re-dye, which is, which is pretty minimal. And uh, carpet, I would say, is something that we get a request for probably the most frequently is to replace the carpet, probably because it gets the most wear and tear in the airplane. But all levels, all across the board, it typically is what can we get done in the downtime that we're planning to be at your facility. Stefan, what do you find customers are looking for most? Sometimes they want to refresh just smaller things like a carpet uh, or install uh, internet connection on board, uh, limited. And then again, we have those that go for the full cabin refurbishment. That usually goes when they buy a new pre-owned aircraft. Again, I couldn't tell you what is more common. We, we see all of those. Uh, we have very old aircraft being fully refurbished. We have newer aircraft where they do small things, but again, it can also be a total one. We try to support the clients and also consult them. Sometimes they don't really know exactly. On the maintenance and refurbishment business, we deal more with the middlemen, with the with the maintenance managers, with the chief pilots, and sometimes they just get unspecific requests from the owners. So we try to help them understand, you know, lead times, when do they need to start planning, what's the lead time for materials, what's the ground time, and of course, what are the costs related. So sometimes they, they come up uh, with a very big requests, and when they see the, the prices, then they reduce it. But we've also seen the opposite, uh, people starting with small budgets. And then uh, once we, we, we discuss designs and possibilities, they're willing to spend more. So it goes both directions. It's like buying a house, you know, you want it to be yours when you live in it. And so they want their colors, they want their designs, they want it to look like their tastes. And uh, so that's typically one of the times when people are going to consider doing a full or partial interior and paint. Uh, one of the other drivers was they're trying to make good use of the airplane being down for major maintenance or avionics install so that they figure, well, now is the time. It's going to be down for a long time anyway. I might as well combine the two events. We see a lot of people that will combine paint and interior because you can combine the downtime there of the interior. You take it into paint for however many weeks it's going to be in there while you're doing all the uh, interior components, and then when it comes out of paint, you reinstall it. So those are kind of the drivers. You have people that will come in and just want to you know, freshen up a few things. You, typically, he's right, it's the carpet and maybe the seats that they want to work on. Some of the things that we've seen here's driving people to do some interior refurbishment is just new items, new technologies, new products. Hydrographics is one, uh, which I know Duncan is, is familiar with, and they do that as well. Putting hydrographic print on cabinetry instead of doing like a full wood veneer, LED lights, connectivity, those kinds of things. What about upgrades on the flight deck, Ron? What are customers looking for right now in avionics? 
a lot of the things as far as flight decks uh, that's going on now would be like uh, fans, uh, CPDLC. People are wanting us to put uh, USB ports into the cockpits because pilots are now needing to plug in phones and, and iPads and EFBs and those kinds of things. Those are some of the major things, and some of the older airplanes have cockpit upgrades that, uh, that are going on. Uh, but some of the smaller things for the cockpit would be those items. Adam, are you also seeing high demand from customers for cabin connectivity? Yeah, I would say across the board, um, it's probably one of the first questions that we're discussing. Now, a lot of the newer aircraft that are coming out, you know, they're already equipped with good air-to-ground system. And uh, again, depending on how they're using the plane, how they're flying it, if they're doing a lot of domestic flying in the U.S., that could be great. There's phenomenal products and systems out there on the market these days. A lot of the times, the questions that we start to get, if the plane's going to start going overseas a lot, if it's going to do a lot of flying outside of the country, then we then we have to upgrade these new satellite-based systems, right? And not everybody has KA or KU satellite connectivity on their aircraft. So we do a lot of those installations, but with upgrades, and honestly, it seems like almost every couple of months, we're getting new information in the market that's coming out as far as like faster speeds and better connectivity and a better cabin experience. Stefan, I'd imagine connectivity is a big request across the pond, too. Definitely. We have uh, our own internal engineering, so we're capable to even developing STCs. We did so for a lot for KA band and other internet connectivity systems where we developed the STCs for different aircraft types. We are able to basically modify any aircraft. And we see on the flight deck, most recently, I think there was not so many changes, but every now and then there's sometimes uh, mandatory requests. Uh, then we see uh, innovations we've been seeing on the new generation of having newer flight decks and, and some clients wanting to have them on their older aircraft. So we're capable of doing all of this, uh, both in the, in the flight deck, but also other avionics, uh, in-flight entertainment system, cabin management systems, and so on. This is all possible to be done. Something you've all mentioned that I think is worth focusing on is that these modifications are usually done in conjunction with a major maintenance event. Stefan? It makes full sense to do refurbishments during a maintenance. The work is done in parallel. Usually the maintenance is done outside or we remove the cabin furniture and, and, and cabin interior to access certain areas of the aircraft. And we can, in, in the meantime, work on seats, on carpets and other stuff uh, and, and do the refurbishment. We deal with a lot of aircraft owners or, uh, or clients, let's, let's put it like this. We have from very professional fleet management to privately owned aircraft uh, managed by a chief pilot. So we see uh, people with different levels of knowledge, and we really try to recommend them to do their activities during the maintenance. We have situations where clients definitely want to have a refurbishment, but don't have the time to stay there. So we, we can discuss with them what can be done in maybe uh, in different inspection intervals. They can do part of it now, and then the next inspection, they do the, the rest of the refurbishment. Or for example, on the internet, we had a case where we did the cables and the prerequisites for the internet was done during one maintenance, and then the rest was done at the next uh, level. So we really try to accommodate the client's needs. And Adam, it sounds like refurbishment work can also be an upsell of sorts for you when an aircraft arrives for maintenance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of what my job is and, and people who do what we do 
is just educating customers. And I would say the typical aircraft owner looks at paint, for example, as uh, just aesthetics, just something that we do every so often when we get tired of the old paint job. But truly, some of these things should be looked at as maintenance functions, where that paint, though it is for the look of the airplane, and we change that look frequently, it really is a protective coating on the exterior of your airplane, right? Warding off corrosion, things like that, and the elements that uh, surround us all the time. So maintenance events, I would say our industry is guided by the maintenance events because these are the things that have to happen. There are certain maintenance events with every different make and model that triggers a modification conversation. And that would be for both paint and interior. And that would be your heavier inspections where the exterior of the plane is coming apart pretty significantly. That's going to trigger a paint conversation. Or if the interior is coming out for, you know, interior access for, you know, underfloor inspections, things like that. Naturally, that's going to trigger an interior conversation. Ron? I'm guessing Adam will probably agree with my next statement is that one of the most is talking to customers about paint, interior, and the connectivity and entertainment issues for their airplane because a lot of these owners have to spend money on the maintenance, the required FAA-required events, and can spend 250000 half a million to get the airplane maintained, and they don't feel like they got anything. They don't, you know, they can't, they can't feel it. But when you start talking to them about paint, interior, entertainment system, connectivity, those are all things that directly affect them every time they're on the airplane. And they get excited about that. And it's a, it's kind of an emotional type uh, sell. So I really enjoy getting to talk to customers about those items. It's really important to understand that there is certain time requirements, be it lead times for materials, be it the work itself that needs to be done. And we really try to, to encourage the clients to come very early to us to discuss. We know about the work itself and we know about the preparation of it, the lead times, but there's one factor that people subestimate, which is on a, on a refurbishment, which is the definition of the, of the design. People come, they want to have a new interior, but when it comes to, to, to choosing the materials and which colors and which patterns they want, and sometimes different family members are involved, that can be quite extensive. We have an in-house design team that helps a lot and are very skilled in trying to find out what the client wants, but sometimes it really takes time until we, we have the final design frozen. And only once we have that is that we can start ordering and preparing everything. So it's really important to be aware of that and plan ahead. And then ideally to make best use of the downtime of a maintenance, do the refurbishment during that period. Great point, Stefan. And that leads right into my last question for you all. What effects are you feeling from part shortages and supply chain snags? Supply chain is, is globally challenging. I think not even on, only in aviation. I hear it in other industries. but in, in our industry, they trust us that we will do everything to um, to have everything there in time. And the logistics around the world got better. It's improving, but it's still not uh, the same as it was before the pandemic. And this is one of the reasons why we really urge clients to plan their maintenance and refurbishment activities as early as possible. Has that been your experience as well, Ron? You know, for a couple of years there, there was just a lot of things that were either 
impossible to get or just very difficult to get and took way longer than it ever did before. I think we're coming out of that to some extent, but I think we still do have to plan further ahead for some of the things we do as far as making sure that materials and products are available when we need them to to work on the airplane. So it's more top of mind awareness when you're selling to a customer to let them know that, look, we're going to make sure that what we're selling you is available. If it's available, how long does it take to get? So it's getting better, but it is something that I think has changed the way we we approach things. Yeah, I 100% agree. You know, we were all going through that thing together and it seems like overnight everything changed. And right after COVID, there were uh, just a lot of huge, huge delays that we were seeing in getting parts and, you know, things that we could get before and maybe two to three weeks now we're getting pushed out to seven, eight, nine weeks. And we, uh, we all had to adjust. But I think since then we've slowly been recovering and we're far better now than we were right after COVID. There's still a few quirks out there, I would say, in the industry. Some things that lead times got pushed way out and they never really recovered fully. But overall, I think we've all pretty much adjusted to it. We, as the providers, are better at navigating those conversations with our customers now and just really kind of building that correct expectation in their mind for what they're planning to do at their next event. You can learn more by visiting nbaa.org forward slash refurbishment, which links to a comprehensive article from NBAA's Business Aviation Insider magazine. And as my guests today have mentioned, consult with your MRO provider about refurbishment options that are available and start those conversations as early as possible. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Uh, we got him inside. We're slowing back to 170.